Welcome to A Dead Man's Roll, a D&D tabletop RPG podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jonathan Hatley, and I'm here with my rollers. I am Josh, and I play Cyrus. How's it going, y'all? My name is Drew. I'm playing as Dizzy Dreadwood. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Marco, and I'm playing Satan. Hey, this is Priyansh, and I play Robert Bohem. The dude's a bard and sort of a wizard. Hey, y'all, I'm Sarai, and I play the ever-young and naive Mateus Valenciano. Hello, my name is Esteban. I play Boyan McGregor, one of the rogues here on our campaigns. Fun fact about Boyan McGregor, his favorite color is red. He doesn't know what red is, he's a little colorblind. Hey, yo, I'm Jose. I play Sochi. He is a king trying to revive his people. How I'm looking? What do you mean? Honestly, it would be so funny if Marco got on here with this bust down ass tape. Oh my dude, god! Dude, what? That's this type of energy that I, from the fucking wedding. Josh comes down the stairs. He's like, "Hey, we got fucking FIFA Esteban, not fucking." Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! So we were at a, a, one of our college friends' weddings, and everybody was in like the, well, the groomsmen. So I come down the stairs to see the groomsmen, and everybody's looks so nice. And Esteban's just like fifa'd up. I'm like, oh my god, who is this? Because Esteban, like, you get Rasputin, Esteban, or FIFA club manager. How, how's the food, Marco? The food's good. I've got uh, my prepackaged sushi. Marco, if you haven't read the room, everyone's pissed at you. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry about that. You said uh, you had some trouble with some jewelry? <laughs> Dude, I bought this super sick shell necklace from the Filipino Show it. Show it. It, better be, it better be a sexy-ass necklace. It, it is, is a really good. nice necklace. It's a 2003-era it's Puka made, shell it's like necklace. Full shells and stuff. It's the one from Surf's Up. It's pretty nice. I mean, I, can, I won't lie. It's what? It's nice. Is it right? That is nice. Hey, that's ornate as fuck. Oh, yeah, we're every shape, around the entire nice. neck, and it's really dope. Yeah. Were you wearing that the whole day? No, no, I was trying it on because I just got out of the shower and stuff. I was like, Where are you going to wear that to? I could wear it to a rave. If I can wear it. Don't wear it to a rave. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think yeah, it's going to be. Beach sounds good. No, you can wear it to like a music festival and stuff. Especially the ones at the beach. I don't. Wouldn't it break? No. Just be careful. Yeah. Yeah, like music festival, yes. I'm saying like raves, there's mosh pits and shit. I was about to say, I feel like someone's going to grab onto your neck one day with that page. and it's going to go flying. No, no, no. no I'll, I'll what they call people that are rolling and all this stuff, they, they're like very touchy. So if they feel something that they like, they will not stop. So good move. Right. Bro, your necklace is yeah, so no, cool. Oh, my God. Just, <laughs> just like rips, rips the neck. Give me your chain. <laughs> someone tripping on absolute insane combination of drugs is just like touching his neck like this the whole time it's like oh, it feels good, it feels good. next thing you know the necklace is gone I, I just feel like Marco if someone comes up to you at the rave and be like man that's a nice chain run just run <laughs> he's running all the shells are falling down <laughs> the shells just go missing one by one and it's just a string left around my neck Hey, yo, that's a nice chain you got You're going to fucking Scooby-Doo say, Rup, bro, and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, look at me on the DM. 
Hey, you know what? I thought we had a good bonding moment with Flem in his ass. Oh, we heard. Oh, that was a <laughs> Back to the DM. Yeah. Let's start this session as one sock goes fl- uh, goes off because his foot is warm. That was a sock? What yep, that fuck? was a sock. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on over there? What, what are you doing with that sock, Jonathan? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I just saw a sock fly back. Yeah, yeah, just one hand and then just one sock flew out of nowhere. <laughs> Welcome back to another sock knocking yep. session. No, <laughs> no. No. Oh, we are recording. <laughs> yeah. There is, um, there is a blowing your socks off joke here that I can't think of. Well, since you can't think of it, we're just going to go straight into the session. Welcome to another episode of A Dead Man's Roll, the Acacia Campaign. That's what we're naming it right now until I come up with something better. So, no, too late. how's everyone feeling? Acacia is staying. You've already dropped it. It's in the episodes. We're Acacia. We're Acacia yeah, now. we're like 20 episodes down. Hell so yeah. It's too we late can occasionally be something else. Occasionally. Get the fuck out. See what I did there? Bun. See what I did there? Awesome. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? Disadvantage for you two. Fuck off. fucking inspiration for that. That was amazing. That was amazing. To recap, in the previous session, absolutely nothing happened to our rollers. So we pick up with them on the road. That's a very so ominous way to start that session. Hey, how many days like have we been on the road? I'm about to tell you that. <laughs> so it's been three days on the road. You all have stopped town to town, hopped in, got some refilled, got a recharge, um, and then hopped back in your car. Um, you are all currently on the road right now. The engine is whirring, um, creating a white noise uh, for some of you all to go to sleep to, while others are successful and stay awake. What is everyone thinking about as they are driving um, on, or yeah, as they're driving? Wait, okay, so we have to get, all right, so how big is this car and where's everybody seated? Like, I need to know. In fact, I think everyone should roll for that. Uh, do I, I think I should be in roll. the trunk if there's a trunk. <laughs> in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, just to isolate myself because, you know, I got that thing in me now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, do you want us to roll a D20? Because I wasn't around last time. Okay, so basically what happened was that we recap of the recap of last session um, basically what happened was our rollers came in, uh, got Mog, brought Mog back to the cave, um, delivered Mog to Balf, the father of Mog, who is also the chief. Um, but Balf was infected with some weird disease. They then tried to cure his weird disease, um, which did not work so well, and Balf died. Um, but while they were doing so, Suchil trying to cast a spell um, on him to keep him from death, then contracted the same de- disease that Balf got. And then everyone's like, we should get out of here. Cool. So she is just straight up diseased right now. Yeah. Yes. In I fact, see. I need a roll from you, Sochil. Also, what are you wanting us to roll for the car seats? Just roll the uh, d20. Okay, this is going to be interesting. So, so chill. You are most definitely in the trunk. Him, you are strapped to the roof of the car. Satan. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's yeah, there? I rolled a three. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Shit. Well, hold up. Not him anymore. Um, Satan, you are strapped to the roof of the car. <laughs> Nice. 
<laughs> just typical car things, you know. Um, him, you are sitting on Dizzy's lap. Yeah. Um, Mateus, you are behind Ida, uh, behind the driver's seat. Uh, Cyrus, you are the passenger princess um, and are sitting um, up front. Cyrus and, is managing uh, snacks. And him and Ida are trading driver seats so Cyrus can get more comfortable behind the wheel. I kind of forgot I had a vehicle uh, predilection. Kind of funny. <laughs> Since he died, only one that died in a car accident, but, you know, give him that confidence so Ida can take a break. Oh, home. yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Boyan, you're just sitting in the middle, but without Wait, your seat what back. am I doing? You're, you're sitting in lap. Dizzy's lap. Okay, cool. Hi, Dizzy. So, what's everyone thinking about? Um, I, I'm gonna be the annoying one in the car, and I'm just gonna keep on saying, "Are we there yet?" Like ever so often. I'm gonna look at Dizzy, and I'm gonna say, "Have they made a longer version of this that might be useful for like public, like if a lot of people want to go to the same place?" Just asking questions. No. We haven't gone past any buses. <laughs> as 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 he says that a bus just passes by. <laughs> you, you mean like that? Oh, like that? Why don't we get one of that? He is like, I don't have money. I oh. say, why don't we steal it? We are already in trouble with the authorities. Well, we, we can't no... get into any more trouble. We're in the worst type of trouble. This doesn't stack. We already hit five stars. Dizzy doesn't believe that. <laughs> this doesn't stack. Immediately <laughs> stacks. Um, I, I kind of want. I kind of want uh, Bo to like kind of caress Dizzy's face. So as you all, <laughs> not gonna do that. As you all ponder, oh. talk, and uh, feel the wind in your face. Um, I'm getting all the wind in my face. Yeah. Oh yeah. How's how's it feel? A little breezy. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl feeling wind or. Like a tsunami. Really? He just gets smacked by a bug. <laughs> <laughs> smacked by a bug takes damage. Satan is just eating no bugs way. up there. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's how I replenish my health. Satan, you swallowed 12 bugs. So is that 12 <laughs> HP? For... 12 extra HP? Damn, no. he really just <laughs> taking them. <laughs> no. Satan getting that protein. Like, I'm just like on top of the car, you just hear the, feel the creaking as I'm like leaning over to catch all the bugs in my mouth. <laughs> he's trying to catch all the bugs in his mouth. These are not cooked bugs, these are just raw bugs that he's just fucking snorkeling out of you. Yeah, I mean that's how I used to eat them back I in the day. I think the here. last one you miss, and it's like a when? juicy ass bug, you know? So it's like it's a nice little pop, you Ooh. know, it has like the greenish brown tint, like all on <laughs> your face and everything, yeah. This yeah. full-on Lion King scene than eating grub from under the, lo- under the logs? No, those grubs look good and squishy. This one's like <laughs> a hard, fat one, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just, there's an exoskeleton that is very much crunchy. You mm. know what? Mateus said it properly. It's a cicada. Just a fat fucking cicada. <laughs> That's Just fucking cool. I'm more good for lunch then. Ooh, big old one. He's been on the roof this for three days. This one's aged wonderfully. <laughs> <laughs> but what I like the most is like we've been making stops and all this stuff, but none of us have like gone to untie him. 
So, like, we've gone to use the bathroom, we've gone to walk around, but he is still <laughs> tied up there because he can't untie himself. Because <laughs> we tied him up so well because we didn't want him to fly off the, the, the roof of the car. Or leave the roof in general, apparently. So, as you all drive, I think Cyrus, oh. the first person... Oh, sorry, I was also going to say earlier, Dulu is mm-hmm. sitting in the where the uh, dashboard ornament would be. I fr- Actually, you know what? Come to think about it, um... Sitan would see the city first, actually. He's out on the roof of the car. Do you think so, he can with all that wind in his face? Yeah, oh yeah. He has his eyes are wide open, drier than fucking peanuts in a barrel. Um So, Satan, I think you notice at first that first it's just dynamic farmland, um, nothing to be like amazed by, and then you see this purplish pink glow of this phosphorescent city. Um mm. city lights standing kind of ahead of you. Um while you see that almost at the exact same time inside the car, Ida kind of calls everyone's attention. It's like, everyone, this is Prunus. This is my home. Um, and I'm going to now. All righty then. So, uh, Drew, you have a passive perception, or Dizzy, you have a passive perception of 19, right? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So what you see before you is now one lane starts to divide into two to three lanes. Um, Each side of you, there's a lane. So there's one lane to your right, one lane to your left. Um, You notice, though, that dividers start to rise up from the ground. And you start to notice that more autonomous or Warforged-driven vehicles are going through there. Their speeds are not slowing down as you drive forward. The city's name is Prudence. So as we're yeah, in the middle, so I'm looking at the map again. We're in that middle lane right now. You're in the yellow middle lane. Now, what you notice as well is that there are uh, about a couple of men um, who don't seem to be border patrol, but actually seem to be almost military police or active duty. Hey, Ida, is it normal for these uh, guards or military to be? Up top, do you all, do you see that? Yeah, so we need to think about that in like a matter of seconds. Two seconds. Uh, um, yeah, so I have ID, obviously. You all don't, so I don't know what you're all going to do about that. Um, what kind so just, of ID? I, I start waving the gun around. I have all the ID I need right here. No, 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 no. Where's As you all approach the, um, the border uh, crossing, uh, not the border crossing, the city limits uh, sort of crossing, or toll way, that's the word I was looking for. Um, you see a soldier stand in the middle and hold his hand up. Um, while I'm saying this, you also see not just one soldier, but four soldiers and this weird dog-like creature with a variety of whip-like tendrils coming out of its like head area. Let me check Pass Without Trace again real quick, see if, we can, see if I can choose to cover us and not cover Ida. <laughs> I really want Satan to roll for like stealth. Like they are not gonna see him tied to the hood of the car. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I truly feel like at this rate, they are in front of you. You are in front of them. Um, you need to probably cast a spell, but do it without being seen. No, do y'all think it'd be just just fine? Because again, pass without traces gives us a little. A veil of shadows, and it looks like I can choose from my companion. Oh, I could also, I could also uh, cast. Um, what can I cast? 
Um, Minor Illusion. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a lot better, actually. Here, so here, before I before I say anything, let me read it off. You create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. The illusion also ends if you dismiss it as an action or cast this spell again. If you create a sound, it's volume and range uh, whisper to a scream. Uh, it can be your voice, someone else's voice, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if a creature uses an action to examine the sound or image, the creature can determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence investigation check against your spells uh, save DC. If a creature is, discerns the illusion for what the illusion becomes faint and, you know, whatever. Okay, so what's the decision? Which spell uh, are you I have casting? A, uh, can I roll like a history or insight to remember if these guys would have means to detect magic while entering borders? Could we ask Ida too? I'd yeah. say if you want to roll, there's going to be no other rolls after this. And after this explanation, you are there. So you need to tell me if you want to cast a spell and what spell it's going to be, as well as anything else. Um, no additions to this, nothing else. So go ahead and roll Priyanch. I will explain mm-hmm. to you uh, if you do want to ask. So you do want to ask you. Uh, uh, also, I'm saying like we can stack the spells. We can like do minor illusion and pass without trace. Like I said, just as long as you tell me the spells, no additions from what the spells I've already heard, unless you can definitively say, I want to do this spell. Cool. Can I roll the check then? Go ahead, roll the check. I will talk as if I'm Ida. Ida turns around as a car is slowing. Yeah, um, so... 17. Basically speaking, um, not a hundred percent this dog-like creature I haven't seen before. I don't know what it can actually do. Um, and also, I I don't know if there's a warden around, so um, it would be possibly a bad idea if there is a warden, which I can't tell a hundred percent. Cool. Um, with your history check, you were from a different time. So, from what you remember, any sort of uh, travel between lands or anything like that was more or less based on just pure blood, right? That would be you pricking your hand, them checking your blood, and then you being passed on through. However, that was a more arduous process. Now, with wartime, things have changed. I think we cast both. I'm casting Passfall Trace. I will, because mine is a cantrip, I can cast it. Great. So you cast Pass Without Trace? Yeah, and it's solely for all of us. Like, not not Ida. It's going to be for every, everybody in our party. Yeah, basically, what I'm going to try to do is, like, um, make it seem like, and I'm going to try to cast Minor Illusion on the seats, but the driver's seat to make them look like they're empty seats. All right. That's fine with me. Okay, so I'm going to do a roll. Um, was- you do Pass... While he's rolling, I just want to say that was I'm really proud of us. That took us five minutes, and that has never happened before. Usually, we spend twenty minutes discussing what happens. By that time, very proud of us. Usually, someone ends up like in the dirt. Yep. So <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a roll. This roll is going to see whether or not they notice Ida. Um, and we'll see from there. Um, before I say that. Jose, if you got to go, that's okay. 
You can just stay in the trunk of the car. Yep. Well, I'm just saying that Sochil is feeling very under the weather while he was <laughs> in the fetal position in the trunk. Sweat beads were just falling out of his skin and if you look closely at his arm where he touched the man, you can see uh, some vines start to spread out throughout his forearm, uh, creeping up his arm to his shoulder. Fine by me. Oh, so chill. That's well, Trace is also on so chill as well. And he's he, he looks up, he tries to get up because he heard people making noise and he looks out the window to the front and he sees the the city start to come into view and then he with no more strength left he closes his eyes and passes back out all right so with that Ida pulls up to the car um you all hear a discussion between the officer um and Ida um what you do here is a variety of questions being asked is it What's her purpose for being here? She says family, um, where or like what's going on? They do not answer that question. Then they ask about if she has seen a couple of people. Um, these three people are Cyrus, Mateus, and you, uh, him, or uh, him. Um, and lastly, the guy asks for some identification. Um, Ida gives her identification to him and I rolled a deception check for Ida. Ida rolled a 21, this, that which beats an 18, so they do not recognize Cross. her of anything wrong. Um, he gives her back the uh, pamphlet and says, be right on your way. Um, you, drove, uh, you drove past, you drive right past um, and into the city. Welcome to Perunus, everyone. So, uh, quick question. Did we get a yes. long rest in these three days? Yes. Because I was going to give her bardic inspiration, but I wasn't sure. Yep, you don't have to do that at all. So, with that, you drive to Prunus. Is there any questions you want to ask Ida? I'm still thinking about things, but I'll uh, can I ask her questions later? You can ask her questions the entire time, because Ida's about to go into a description of Prunus, her hometown. Yeah, I'm gonna roll a history check real quick to see if Dizzy would know anything family wise. Let me go ahead. And go do that. Yeah, maybe in one of the visions he had, there was a right, pink purple glow outside reflected from the window. That's a 17. We're getting history checks. The 17 is a 20. Unfortunately, Dizzy, you do not recognize anything of Prunus. All you remember from Prunus is that Prunus used to be a free town. Um, or town that, or not really a town, but in a free state. A we don't free know state anything about. I was gonna say we don't know anything about any war, like impacts of the war times things. Yeah, I was about to about to mention that. Yeah, okay. Uh, one sec, one sec. Margo, hmm? this would be a really good instance for you to say, "Can I also roll a history check?" Because we were alive when Prunus was around, so we would know about that as well. Mm, okay, this we're saying hearing about that, but yeah, I'll rule. It, it's session check. like seventeen. You should. I shouldn't give you prompts for this. You should know this by yourself. Yeah, but I didn't know Prunus was a city. Exactly that, which is why you roll the fucking check. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. 
Well, can can someone just untie me first? We got two eyes. We don't gotta untie you. Just fucking just punch the. Just wake him up. Just. Bah. Yeah, because you're getting the description outside of what uh, Ida is gonna tell us. Hmm. Oh, I have rolled a twelve. Okay, I will give you a little bit of something different. So, Satan, Dizzy, Dizzy, you re- uh, your recollection of Prunus is basically. Just Ujalan-held territory, deeper inside Ujala, uh, is close to a harbor town that has an airfield and... Actually, yeah, that would make sense. An airfield and a dock. So, it's all Prunus is... Oh, I forgot. Prunus is also called Prunus partly because of its pinkish-violet glow that it will get every now and then close to a time um, these corona blossoms start to have a bioluminescent glow of pink and violet that happen. Prunus is close to the city of Reflesia, um, which is um, once again another uh, place that has a port and airfield. This one might have a little bit lower guards and knowledge of. This is all what Ida is telling you right now. But she only knows that from the times she was there with her mother and her sister, part of and being part of the Jays. Now she gets on to mainly Prunus information. Based on what she pulls out as to be her watch and everything, she says, yes, the coronal blossoms should be blooming around this time. So a lot of high and medium wealth people or low wealth people will be coming to see this area. There are a couple of places around here that people do frequent um, for alcohol, for drink, and for other fun activities. This will be the uh, lively libations, uh, revelations, and whatnot, and a couple of other bars and shops around here. One of these shops used to be for fixing armaments. This is called Condors. Queen Mother's Day should probably be approaching. Queen Mother's Day is a day of celebration, usually looking back at the lineage of whoever is in rule. It will switch from queen, mo- queen Mother to King Father every now and then. This year is a Queen Mother. And it is in two days. Usually this also means that uh, she will be televised, everyone will sit and listen and whatnot. Uh, richer people will also throw parties and whatnot um, as well. The economy of Prunus has to do with mainly manufacturing, machinery, weaponry, and also crystal refinement. So the chodes that you see within vehicles are refined, and they come from here. From what she knows of Ujala is that no heavy factories and whatnot are on the homeland of Ujala. That has been moved to the outer um, uh, extensions of Ujala. Sounds like England. Uh, do they still sacrifice magical people on the parades? Can I... I'm gonna hit something close to that. Um, so, in something that you know, the both of you, Satan and Priyanch, before the Satan and wars, Priyanch, great. Shit. Satan <laughs> and Robert... I think I called it the factioning wars, which was that this used to be 
mainly a tiefling-led state. Prunus had the highest population within this state. However, it does not seem to be the case anymore. You see humans abound. So something here could have happened. And this is when we were alive. Tieflings used to be the majority when we were alive. Correct. However, this was also a free city. So that means you could also visit this city and still be a human, Arakakra, things like that. Kenku, anyone could really visit this city. I see you notice just two bird types, but okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask Ela about that. I'm like, where did all the tieflings go? So after the factioning war, things changed. Rules were struck up. Since this is Ujalan land, they were either told to get lost or get killed. They were seen more as creature than human, even though they had a lot of human features and really were only just born of horns and whatnot and tails. It was not a, a loving time, to say the least. So yeah, most of the people either went into the DEF, went to Acacia, or went to one of the uh, near places. Um, Arcania, Corone, Callisto, Uchalans moved in. Another thing she know, uh, will tell you is this is like one of the last sort of places um, in Listy's stop before the front, before they go out to fight at Arcania. So this is going to be a town that's full of military members, um, whatnot. This is a place where they take leave before they go back to the front and whatnot. So this is a very hmm, highly regulated town. So if you don't mind, but am I hearing spawn camping? Hey, guys, gals, we take them out here. Hey, huh? It's not that easy. You see, my mother and my sister have been fighting in, well, not this war, I'd say, but they've been fighting against the whole party, the whole dictatorship with the Queen Mother and her troops. And it's not that easy. We've lost a lot of ground. Um, and we've also lost it to a couple of other gangs who seem to, to want to just uh, feed off the weak and the poor. Um, you'll probably run into them every now and then. One of them is the Pale Horses. Um, they also own the Revelation, which is a bar in this town. They do gambles, they cut deals, they're loan sharks, they're gangsters. They're the scum of the earth type. Uh, the the Pale I Horses? Think... Yes. I we her I heard you know the prophecy about the pale horses and the the sickly horse and I forget what the other one like the red fiery horse I believe but I don't the remember the four horsemen of death the four horsemen of death right one is like pestilence and I don't one of them is just like death right there's fury yeah. death there rides a pale death. horse oh yeah, yeah. fun. I was hoping they were like the the greed horse. <laughs> That's the deadly sins. Different guys. Talking, yeah, deadly uh, sins. We're talking about apocalyptic stuff here. Oh god. 
the pale horses are a new group like these guys weren't around when we were alive right correct and were the jays around when we were alive the jays were something that happened after cool so well. we are so it is retcon the fact that i knew ida's mom like mother's lineage right not true that is true you so don't I... know her fully you know her you know Ida's mom's mom. Cool. Uh, I ask Ida one more question, which is, were pale horses a defect group out of the Jays? Unfortunately, no. Why? I wish they were. Our defected factioning group actually is a lot worse. You might hear from them, you might not. But that's the Wyvern's maw. The Wyvern's maw? That's a Like, yeah. J- like, Bo just thinks to himself, that's a badass thing. <laughs> uh, okay. And the reason why this is bad as well is because once revolutionaries now part of the swine that is Ujala, they are a gang that specifically works with soldiers now. Um, the Maw? Yeah, the Wyvern's Maw. the state animal or the country's animal is the wyvern i see mm-hmm. so so the pale horses are just like a underground market that uh sells pleasures of flesh to people pleasures of flesh gamble money anything I mean, you look for that's pleasure of flesh right isn't uh, gambling sex pleasure is of flesh? pleasure of flesh okay Well, model pleasures. That's the one that I'm looking for then. Yeah. Okay. Is there any chance any of the Jays, and this is to Bo, is there any chance you think any of the Jays might recognize you in a good light instead of, you know, as the guard said, um, looking for you all? Well, we're about to find out, she says. Um, and she pulls into a hotel. This is the nest. Um, this is a hideout hotel. for us jays every now and then um but it does work on face value as a hotel um you see on the first floor um there's a parking area but there's also a bar that sits out front and there's a couple of people inside actually not a couple there are about six to seven people inside it actually wait hold up let me look at my map four people inside it currently um they seem to be drinking alone um It, with that 19 perception you see that they are in some sort of fatigues um so they seem to be part of the ujali military i want to keep a lookout she says just keep your head down don't talk to anyone who doesn't want to be talked to don't cause any trouble just follow my lead um opens the door walks straight to the back uh turns to the left where there are elevators walks in Uh, she waits for you all to walk in. Um, is there anything you want to do before everyone walks into the elevator completely? Can I make an investigation check to see what weapons these soldiers are carrying? Yes. Rolled an 11, but my passive investigation is 15, so it's a 15. With a 15, uh, I'll just use that instead, to be fair. With that, you see that some of them have holstered weapons of, like, 
just handguns, revolvers, flintlock revolvers, things like that. Um, but no high caliber rifles, anything like that. I think what you'll also see with a 15 is that one of them seems to be of a different rank or regiment than them. Okay. Do I recognize these ranks or have they changed colors over the years? Um, the base rank is brown still. Um, red and black are only held for wardens. Um, so you might see brown with white stripes um, or brown with yellow stripes. Um, yellow stripes are usually combat medics. Um, white stripes are radio men, communications. And those are the guys that are here. What you see is mostly just uh, base brown and one white stripe. Social staying in the car. I think we should leave a note or something. A note that says a general plan of we went inside. Uh, we went up to hotel. Yeah. Uh, I think Sochi has message, so I just say uh, in the hotel within range, drop message to either of the seven of us. Okay. Cool. So, um, from there, you all get into the elevator. Um, Ida clicks the second floor. Um, she just, once again, turns to you all. I was like, don't talk out of line. Don't do anything crazy like that. They should know who I am still. Um, if they don't, then this might be a longer conversation than we expect. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, the elevator door opens, and she walks up to the front. Um, she talks to the attendant. She slips out a bird feather, a blue feather, puts it on the table. The attendant looks around, grabs it, um, and they start to have a conversation. Um, let me see how well her persuasion is. Okay. So she shakes her head several times, and the person shrugs her shoulders. I don't know if anyone's trying to listen in on the conversation or not, um, but by this point, Ida turns back around and walks up to you all. Yeah. Um, if the only way we can get a room is if we do them a favor for right now. They've been told downstairs that there's been a lot of hooting and hollering and whatnot, and the people there are not being so kind and pleasurable, um, so we need to kick them out. Or can we just stop the hooting and the hollering? They just said take care of them. Um, so I will leave that up to you all. I will try to get your rooms situated. Um, if you want. Okay. Uh, I, I start reaching for my gun, and you guys notice this. <laughs> okay, I'm Maybe we could be a little bit Boyan. more diplomatic. I, I say I could put up a song and dance performance. I was and... just thinking the same thing. She stops. Um, just in case you've forgotten, they were looking for you, you, and you. So maybe Me? don't do a whole entertainment session. I have a disguise kit, so I can look like someone else. Well, I advise you put that on first. And maybe she points to Mateus and Cyrus. Maybe you two take a support role. Okay. Or I can solo perform. You guys can wait. That okay. way you don't have to be in front of a large audience. This is coming down with Bo. 
Like, I think the rest of us need to come down and handle the situation. Okay. I'm going to make, a, like, put up a disguise kit and I'm going to, let's say, I had an alter ego back in the day and their name was... Mad Bad. Sorry, what? Mad Bad. <laughs> yes. Back in the day, there was an alter ego that I had called Man Bat. And it was just like someone who held a sex- saxophone and sang jazz and ska. So that is right. the person that I will instantly go to. Uh, Describe their outfit. It's imagine uh, like for the people who watch Yu Yu Hakusho, you remember the guy who had like a Yakuza thingy, but like he could shoot through the hair of Yakuza. No, that's not Yu Yu Hakusho. That's shoot. That's Jojo. That's Jojo, but fuck, that's in this recent. It's now in Jujutsu Kaisen as well. But uh, this dude, essentially, just an impressive long hair stack, a <laughs> jacket that is so velvety that you can almost like taste it, and uh, some intense gold jewelry that is obviously very fake okay um everyone please put yourself on the map just in case um these are the elevator right here i'll just type in elevator for you all so you know is there a staircase don't write elevator write lift fuck as soon as you said that i saw the problem Unfortunately, there is not an elevator in this one. And there's no, like, windows anywhere near, like, I'm looking at these gray. This is just straight up wall. The grays are straight up wall. The windows are seen on the right-hand side, the clear things. Okay. All right. So there's just, like, a huge French window? Yep. You've entered through the lift. Uh, Where would the stage be? There is no stage. That is completely up to you how you're going to do this. That tables. There are four or three tables here, and then there's the bar right here. Okay. Now, do they do the do the Ujalans have a folk song that I would know? Um. I mean, I would know, but like, do you think? Only history. Okay. Can I be? Can I have advantage because I have known these songs and I'm a bard? Roll me history. Why are you upset with me? 21. I'm not upset with you. 21. So you do know one song. However, um, it's been a while, but you think you know the words. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to need you to also roll a performance as well. Yeah, I'm going to describe what I'm going to sing and then I'm going to roll a performance. Or actually, it would be better if I roll it first. 22. Okay. So, the way this happens is, I walk up to the bar and I ask the bartender for a mug of the best meat that they have. And once the meat comes, I drink it. And then I start using it. Like, I start slamming it on the table, like... And then I start singing the song itself, which is very close to... (laughs) 
a weird amalgamation of odd lang syne and amazing grace but i'm just the beats are matching it up perfectly even though it seems like it's a rock version of the song mm-hmm. and i'm like just gathering around i'm saying sing along raise your hands and what not this mead is the best mead i've ever had you should credit yourself my jolly good fellow i look at the bartender and i say all this and on a 22 do they calm down i think your performance is way too grand of an activity i think they liven up more <laughs> you see the bartender shake their head like Um as they just already start and, pouring and, and, then, and, then, more I say, and then I say let's take this outside and then I just start walking out the bar like just clapping and them asking him to follow. Roll roll persuasion. Can I have advantage on this now? <laughs> persuasion. Just I had an amazing performance. Starts. Oh my god. I think the rest of us are like going in amazing. I rolled 90. They follow you outside. Cool. And then I just say, "Let's go." And then, like, I fall to the back of the crowd, and then I just step back into the bar. I don't think it would be that easy, unfortunately. I think they say, "No, play us another song. Come on." <laughs> well, then I say, "You might not have heard of this one. I'm still working on this," and uh, I start playing a different song that is. something that i'm still coming up with the words on on the on the fly bro what am i rolling performance you know what you're rolling a 20 they love it more people come so they're just outside in like the parking lot so what used to be four people outside in the parking lot has now begun to be eight people Oh, that was like a whole crowd or something like that. Thank goodness, eight's still manageable. We can we can recover this. Well, Bone can recover this. <laughs> so as the music is playing outside, the band of eight soldiers now, maybe growing to more, um, start sitting around. Some of them wounded, some of them not, are now sitting around singing with you. Um, the inside, uh, the bartender just got off the phone. He's like, so I'm assuming you're the ones who are with Edelin. Uh, yep, that's uh, Cyrus. Is, oh, sorry, let me place him. He's on the right side of the bar. Is Mateus still there with me, or? Yeah. Oh God. How many of there are you? Uh, hold up. Sorry, let me think. Uh, six. Plus. Edelin. All right. She already has a room. Okay. Um, he all of a sudden brings out these cards, starts counting them. Don't lose these. These will be your room keys. These will also be how we track you all, so we know that you are still with us. Um, if you receive an invitation, open it, read it. Do not discard it inside your hotel room. Burn them. An invitation. An invitation. Is that clear? Invitation. If it comes in, read it. Remember the message. Burn it. Correct. Gives you all the cards. 
I'd advise your friend out there stop singing and being rambunctious. Ujalans love a good yarn. Okay. Yeah, we wanted to at least take the party outside, but uh, hopefully he can reel it in. And Dizzy's actually, Dizzy came back inside, like standing at the little window and like seeing if like, Boeing can like see, uh, can see them and just like wrap it up type thing. Okay. <laughs> so Bo has his loot and he's just going dun 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 And you, and I just throw the loot at them and I'm like, like I just pass the butter on to the person. You want to do that? Uh, Yes. Cool, you do that. Um, let me see if he catches it. Do an athletics check real quick. Can I assist yeah. him with that? I'm going to do an athletics check real quick. Oh, fuck, I dropped it! <laughs> it is a six. Definitely dropped He drops the loot immediately by accident. You hear tongue um, as a string breaks. Um, you look back up after you watched it break and you see his nose is broken and bleeding. Oh, that's great. I love this guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he gives you a pat on the back. <laughs> he gives you a pat on the back and he's like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, yes, sir. You go walk back inside. Uh, cool. <laughs> Bo saw this whole interaction. He was just lost for words. Wiping the off his brow as he's walking back inside. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. That was fun. That was fun. Like, as just like for the part of the jam, like Bo winks at a couple of people as he's like walking back inside. You all get your cards. You head upstairs. Um, I think Ida calls you back over. The attendant then asks you one more question. Is there anything that we should be expecting? Any unwanted visitors? Well, I'm wondering... Is there any sort of sweeps that we should look out for? Should we sleep in shifts, or are we good to spend the night here? I, I mentioned Sochi to the guy. Like, Sochi might come. Oh, I, I wouldn't even mention it. I, I also want to point out, there's no connections with Hellcroft in this place, right? Hellcroft. Not on our logs. No. This place is owned by Miss Edelin's mother here. Clem, or Clementine. So, you have no worries here. If you're a friend of Edelin, you're a friend of hers. Um, every time this person says Edelin, Ida like sh- like shrivers, uh, shivers a little bit, and is like, oh, I fucking hate that. Um, but yeah. Are there any people with any magical abilities? Mm, Don't raise your hands, just just nod. Just yawn, it's like as oh, I was raising my hand. <laughs> I roll my eyes to signal like everybody here. Yeah, I think everyone butts a thought on this magical. I have no magical abilities. As uh, he looks around, like nods at everyone, he stops at Yusatan and is like, interesting. Uh, Calls Edelin to the side and you hear a couple of mumbles. Okay. Interesting, interesting. You are not magical. Correct? Yes. All right. Is that interesting to you? That's not the interesting part. The interesting part is that you look. I swear to God, if I. Jalan. 
Yeah, I've been getting that a lot. Yeah, um, I think you should understand why you're getting that a lot. Pulls out a piece of paper, um, and this piece of paper on it has a man, a woman, and a small little girl. Um, Holy this man crap, that different. little girl is this guy. <laughs> um, the man like looks up like no what no um that so that's that was the queen and that was the king and that's their child but you look almost like the queen it's disturbing like uh, similarities <sighs> do they do both of the king and the queen look or at least just the queen does she look or resemble my mom. She has some resemblance of your mom, but aged and whatnot. I turn around and most of the time you're telling me you were a girl this whole time. I don't I think... slap Boyan. <laughs> As he's saying that, he's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well Satan looks at the poster and goes, Mama <laughs> God damn it. I I, I look at the poster and I look at it like for a hot minute and I just I haven't seen my mom in such a long time and I just go no there's there, that that can't be her she's not she's not Ujalan and that's where we'll end our session Thank you all for listening to another episode of A Dead Man's Roll, the Acacia Campaign. We really appreciate the listens. Please give us a five-star review. Leave some comments down below. we really like to hear your feedback. And if you want to hang out with us sometime, please join our Discord. Join our TikTok. Join our Twitter. Tell your friends about us. We'd really appreciate that. We are out there. We are on Apple. We are on Google. We are on Amazon. We are on anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Please follow us, and uh, thanks for listening. And once again, see you soon.